G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Jesus once said, I am the light of the world. None of us much has a problem with that. Of course he is. But he also said something else to his disciples, to his followers. He said, you are the light of the world. Now, when you think about it, that's mildly problematic. That it requires some serious miracle. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to a different perspective as we take a look at what it means for you and me to shine the light. For many years, I walked in complete and utter darkness. It didn't feel dark. Back then, I'd have said everything was fine. I didn't need religion. I didn't need God. I was successful. had plenty of money, comfortable home, big too, nice suburb, a successful IT company that was growing. No, I'd never have described it as darkness. Deep down, though, I knew that something wasn't quite right. I I rarely thought about that. I I tried to ignore that nagging feeling. But something wasn't quite right. I'd never have admitted it to myself, let alone anybody else. But that was it. I certainly wouldn't have described it as darkness. But the longer I ignored it, the darker it became. You may have heard me once before tell the story of how I almost took my own life. That's how dark it got. And all the time on the surface to other people, I looked as though I had it all together and I looked as though I was at least moderately successful. And I think the thing that made it even worse is that I call that darkness light. And it wasn't until I was on the brink that I came to the realisation of how terribly dark that darkness really was. Jesus nails that reality when he says this, Matthew chapter 6 verse 20. He says, The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. So if your light is dark, how great is your darkness? How does he know all this stuff, I wondered when I first read that. That isn't some piece of trite theology to me. It so perfectly described my predicament that I marvelled at it. My problem was I had an unhealthy vision of what was going on. I was looking at things, life, everything the wrong way. I was looking at the world through the prism of self. Selfish didn't begin to describe me. And that's how many people are. We've been sold the line that it's all about me for so long that we've actually swallowed this stuff hook, line and sinker. It's why families are dysfunctional. It's why marriages are falling apart. It's why so many people are so dissatisfied with their lot in life. Whether they realise it or not, they're walking in darkness. And then Jesus walks into your life. He is the light of the world. He said so himself. And I don't know if you relate to this. When we see ourselves and our circumstances and our relationships and our jobs, when we see all of those things in his light, they look completely different. We, we see things for what they are. We see our bad motives and intentions for what they are. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, 
but will have the light of life, John chapter 8, verse 12. And that's how I felt ever since I gave my life over to him. Now, of course, there are many times when we want to hide our darkness, when, when our sin is so bad, we just want to hide it. And there are times when we still delude ourselves, even though we think we're walking in the light. Whoever says, I am in the light, while hating a brother or sister, is still in the darkness, writes John in 1 John chapter 2, verse 9. But fundamentally, Jesus shines a fresh, clear, warm, bright light into our lives, and we end up seeing things for what they really are. I, for one, am sick of deluding myself. I'm sick of playing games. If I'm getting something wrong, I want to know so I can set it right. All our staff here at the Ministry of Christianity Works know that I don't want them just to sit there and whisper if I'm making an idiot of myself. For goodness sake, tell me so I can fix it, right? And the more we open ourselves up in that way to the light, the more exposed we are to the light, to Jesus, the more he transforms us and the freer we become. Do you really want to walk in the darkness or do you want to be filled with light? The light that makes your heart glow with love for someone who's doing it tough. The light that makes you want to honour God with all your being. The light that just transforms your life and brings you to a freedom and a joy that you simply can't describe. And when we're in the business of letting Jesus transform our lives that way, everything changes because all of a sudden, that light that Jesus shines into our life shines out through our lives into the lives of other people. That's why he said to all those people listening to him, you are the light of the world. A city built on a hill can't be hidden. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bush or basket, but they put it on a lampstand, and it gives light to the whole house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 to 16. The goodness that people see in how we speak and what we do and, and how we react to difficult circumstances, it starts to influence them. Of course, one of the things that often happens to start with is that people who are living in the darkness will shy away from the light. Have you ever had someone make fun of you because you stood up against the pack and, and did something that was good and decent and honourable and right, even when no one else was doing it? That's what that's about. People accustomed to the darkness, selfishness, evil intentions, manipulation, all that stuff will often shun the light. You know what it feels like when you're waking up in the morning and someone opens the blinds and the bright sunlight streams in. We recoil, we put our hands over our eyes because we're not used to the light. My friend, the more that the light of the world transforms you by the wondrous miracle of his Holy Spirit dwelling in you, the more you yield every part of your life to the Spirit of God, the more his light will shine through your life into the lives of the other people around you. And so one of the greatest miracles of Jesus in our lives, one of the great God miracle makeovers that you and I experience is that all of a sudden, one day, we find ourselves being the light of the world in other people's lives. We may not feel as though we are. We may not even notice that we are. But we are. And then their lives start to change too because they're influenced by our goodness and at some point they want to have what we have. They want Jesus. My friend, you are the light of the world. So don't just sit there. Get out and be that light. Don't just hide your light under a basket, but get out there so it'll shine into the lives of other people. Whenever something I've said or done touches someone deeply, 
I truly feel like a bystander. That's not some sense of false modesty. It's actually how I feel. It's, it's a sense of privilege at having been allowed to be there, to shine the light of the world into their lives. In this series, God's Miracle Makeover for You, we've chatted about the amazing transformation that God is in the business of bringing into your life, scrubbing the muck off, cleaning the windows, so that we become totally different people, even though we still have the same body and the same character and the same gifts and abilities. As I think back to those of God's people who've been the light of my world, I know that none of them feel as though they've done anything special. And yet each of them rejoice in the amazing part that God's given them to play in my life as they were there to shine the light of Jesus into my darkness. The greatest transformation of all is the sort that makes us vessels in the hands of God to bring newness of life and transformation into other people's lives around us. And my prayer for you today is that as you hear God's word, you truly will become the light of the world. In your little part of the patch where you live, May you be blessed as you live out your amazing relationship with Jesus and shine His light into a lost and hurting world. Sometimes with all that we have going on in life, it's difficult, if not impossible, to understand what God's up to. But God, let me tell you, is in the business of transforming your life from one degree of glory to the next. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Laying Hold of Your New Life, and it's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you live out the abundant life that Jesus died and rose again to bring you. You can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your free booklet straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that it'll be available, so please don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time on Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.